Yeast Radio, and I'm hosting Eat This Hot Show this week with Reagan Fox and Bradley Wisdom. And, oh, um, Wanda yeah. who? Wanda Wisdom. Wanda Trainer? Is that what I said? No. I thought it was Wanda Wisdom. It's Wister. funny because I called Siri, and I, said, and, and I did it with Reagan here. He heard me. I said, Siri, Ray, text Bradley Trainer, and, it, and, it, and Siri came back Wanda Wisdom. Well, duh. Duh. What do you mean? It's just like you live together or what? He is my uh, personal assistant. Do what? You know? Okay. He does all the things that I don't want to do, like work. Ugh, can I have him? <laughs> well, I don't. Well, never mind. Um, so, uh, oh, Reagan, did you tweet the th- that we're on or something? I don't know. Oh, I'm no, sleeping. I'll do that. I've been sleeping all day because I was at a 24-hour hackathon, which was horrible. Because what I, is a hackathon? You just go, <laughs> patooey. Um, no, it's it's like it was called the nerdery hackathon, and these dumb idiots like me get together and devote twenty four hours without sleeping to write a website for a nonprofit organization. And why uh, charity? Charity, but first start with job and then work your way up to charity. I right? did it. Yes. Do you think I would do this fucking shit if I didn't have to? I hate charity and I hate um, everything else. Um, but somebody who, a friend of mine who works in the industry, strongly suggested I do it, meaning I better fucking do it. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, but it was horrible. And but is they this had, why you didn't grum this weekend? That's correct. Also, because oh. probably Cheryl Cheryl took no initiative anyway. But I wasn't about to push it, you know. Um, but I wasn't there. So, I, so I was twenty four hours in the end. All this fucking food, like food, all this fucking food, and they had prizes which I won none of. The end. So, what's new with you, white ladies? I mean, ladies. White ladies. <laughs> oh, my phone is making noise. Um, well, not much, really. Okay. okay. Just taking it easy, making beef jerky. and Seriously? Yeah, that's Are, my new what thing. It, this is, it is your new thing. It's but, been beef jerky all the time. Well, beef jerky was my mother's thing last week. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mm. find that a lady has to have a hobby. Uh-huh. And, yeah. you know... Sure. You have many hobbies, Madge. I do masturbating my vagina, and I also like knitting. <laughs> Your pubic hair? Yes. Oh, my God. I do, Have you heard about this thigh gap business? This is crazy. The thigh gap? Yeah, these oh, girls. Oh, you mean the fact that women want thigh gaps? Yeah, there's like a Facebook pages for thigh gap, and apparently now this is the new planking or something. 
Like it's all about your thigh gap. I get you the link, bitches. I don't get a. I don't understand what a thigh gap well, is. Well, okay, so it's if a, you it's something are a Cheryl lady doesn't have, and you're fat, you don't have a thigh gap. You or just if, have thighs. Or if you have a clayups. Okay. Hold but, on. Um, uh, it's hard for me to understand. Hard what for you me to breathe. Visualize thigh. Literally, when they're standing their legs together, you can see a gap between their hooch cooch and their thighs. It's literally a thigh gap. It ain't that deep. (laughs) Okay, I sent you a... um, Oh, oh, like there is no space. Oh, I see. Yeah, got it. I sent you... So do they want that or they don't want that? They want it because this body thing. And the article I sent you says, if your thigh gap isn't big enough, you're a fatty. And that's from liberalamerica.org. I don't think a thigh gap looks good. I think it looks odd. Well, good, because then I look great. Because I have no thigh gap. I got sandpapies. Let me, I'm going <laughs> to stand up to see if I have a thigh gap. Oh, please. I used oh, to. I when I was a- you have a gap? Oh, isn't that special? How, how wide are you spread, Reagan? How wide? I don't know. How wide are your legs? No, I mean, how wide are your legs spread in order to have a thigh gap? They're not like, you're like so. Your splits. Are, are your legs supposed to be? You're supposed to like press your knees together or something? I don't know. I haven't read up on it. I haven't here. Well, if a, I press my knees together, I don't have a thigh gap. Here, there's an interview with her on the Today Show. You want me to play it? Mm-hmm. All right. God. When you only have one. Oh hand, God! Why do they always put commercials on? A thirty-second commercial? That is not practical. I know. I love it when they put a thirty-second commercial for fifteen seconds of oh, content. I know. Unless it's about mattress eating, then it's cool. I will say, you know, when I was fat, I didn't mm. have a thigh gap, and I rubbed all the pubic hair off the si- or the leg hair off the side of my legs, and it never grew back. What happened? <laughs> That's interesting. So when you know, I used to be I'm a big girl. On the Daily Beast, the right. dangerous thigh gap trend. Have you heard of this? This oh, is an dangerous. obsession among some young women to get so skinny that their thighs don't touch when their feet are together. This is like spurred rain. by social media, a lot of thin inspiration sites. The trend sparking a lot of warnings <laughs> about eating disorders among teens. Well, now mm-hmm. one model is launching a crusade to stop the obsession. Her name is oh, well, Robin Molly, and she is with us now. Robin, yeah, come on in here this morning. Hey, Good Robin. morning to you. Now for those for, who don't know what thigh gap really is, can you just explain what it is oh, and why make the obsession among yeah. some young women? Yeah, it's basically when you're up a middle thighs just do not touch when you're mm-hmm. standing directly like this with your legs together and it's just seen as something as the ultimate thinness and that's why women do it I suppose. You see this in an, in an online community where young women are actually trying to achieve this? Yeah, you know, it's actually quite amazing there's so many like blogs um, so many Instagrams Facebook, mm-hmm. Tumblr Pinterest, My web. and so many women of all ages comment directly below of how much they want this thigh gap and how much they need this thigh gap. <laughs> I need so it. So like, it, it blows my mind. You're a plus-size model so now, weird. and you, you wrote an article about this, speaking out against this, because apparently a picture of you, an old picture of you, was posted on Facebook, oh. and it created a lot of outrageous comments where, you know, th- this was the ideal, this is what they used as a thigh gap, and a lot of people said that you weren't thin enough. Is that uh, right? I mean, <laughs> 90% of the comments were extremely derogatory and really painful to read for myself and totally you know I got called pig and hefty and too fat and you know I'm a normal girl I'm a normal size and to be called too big and too hefty because my thigh gap isn't big enough I was 
It was a horrible Matt Lauer is How's your transition been from standard size to plus size? Um, you know, it was a very natural transition for me. I just gained weight very naturally. I, um, I tried modeling straight size, and I didn't last too long. I love food. I have a food blog. So I gave up modeling and then fell in love with food and then started modeling again. So, Good for you. Yeah. Gave up modeling and got Robin, thank you very much. Thank you really so much. Appreciate it. But the funny thing is, during the interview, they made her stand the whole time so you could see her gap. She's, but she's a plus size, and she still has a gappy? It said, she, Wanda, if you were listening, you'd hear they said she gained the weight. Wanda. Wanda. She gained uh-huh. the weight. She gained the weight. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. How can she be a, how can she have a thigh gap if she's a fatty? Because she wasn't a fatty when she had the thigh gap. But her, fi- her thigh gap is not big enough. Right. But oh, even, she still sparked, has one. It's just yeah. not big enough. No, she so had she's not one. really a fatty. She had one that was a good thigh gap. It, had, it looked oh. like a it looked like a triangle, like the vagina triangle, the eat out of the Y, that sort of thing. And she, but then she, so then, but people said, okay, so this sparked the trend of thigh gappery, and then people said on YouTube, look, your thigh gap isn't big enough. But then it oh. turns out she got fat anyway, so she don't got one no more. So that's the saddest story I've heard all week. <laughs> I think my I want her to get her thigh gap back. We could start. I was it. actually when I first heard the story, I was trying to think of a way to create something that you could put in pants that would create a thigh gap, like a piece of wire or something, so that like in the crotch, so that mm. kind of like spanks for your thigh. Yeah, gap. Sure, I'm sure that exists, and also you could have clamps for that or something like growing your oh, foreskin like that clamps or weights to grow your foreskin back i also would like cheryl to talk about it later on my own program because she obviously with a prolapse you can't have a thigh gap and she's very thin without her prolapse i don't th- i'm sure she would have a huge gap in fact i call her Pickle. short <gasps> what Hodge, <laughs> not funny i call it no a gap but it's gap for sure i call her gappy that's why it's funny Oh my lord! I do not. Never mind. I want. I want a thigh banana republic or a thigh J crew. I don't understand. Oh, like the store. Ew, mm-hmm. ew, I get it. Now. I get it. No goal was ever achieved without thigh gap. That's a quote on Pinterest or Pinterest. On Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest. Pint- I'm still not on. That. I saw a scary movie this weekend. Ooh, what is it? What I saw movie? O- Oculus. What's it about? Oh, was it really scary? It was really scary. I liked it. It was... I I don't like torture porn stuff. I prefer oh, no. thrillers and things that keep me on the edge of my seat and have really interesting storytelling. Like, I've never been able to get into any of those movies like Seven or Hostel where they're ripping people's eyeballs out. I think that's disgusting. What about Saw? Yeah, Saw would be another example, but I do like <laughs> I am my mother's son. I like movies like what was that thriller scary supernatural one with Michelle Pfeiffer? What lies beneath? 
I don't remember that one, but I'm sure I've seen it. And Harrison Ford, I I like that. But this Mm -hmm. one, Mm -hmm. this one was more of a supernatural thriller, and it sounds, the premise just sounds ridiculous. It's about a haunted mirror, or what Mm. Wanda would just call a mirror. Mm -hmm. And (gasps) I'm kidding, Wanda, kidding. And Mm -hmm. it it, it was, the storytelling was interesting. I don't want to give anything big away, but I'll tell you about the mode of storytelling. So, it is half flashback and half present day. And the best way that I could describe it is it's kind of like a screw where the flashback and the present day stuff begin to collapse into one another. So you can no longer distinguish what is real, what's fake, what's now, what's in the past. Mm-hmm. Very good. It, I, I especially enjoy a scary film that is not by the books and does something mm-hmm. innovative with its storytelling. Well, wait till you see my life story. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. I um, I got to see uh, Captain America finally. Was I don't it know good? Was it, good? it actually was very good. I mean, don't you know? It's for a Marvel film. Yes, it was very good. And how can you not love something with? Chris Evans in it. He's I have so to hot. Google it because I heard he was hot. Captain America, Cap. The 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 uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America. Duh. Oh, the duh. Winter Soldier. I will say though, you know, to because I know you all are such big fans of 3D movies. It was actually <laughs> pointless. Absolutely pointless. Like, oh, I love. I love the the appropriate use of 3D when it actually adds something. Like, I want shit flying out at me. Like, if you're going to do 3D, give me a reason to want it. So does Cheryl. So does Cheryl, but literally. (laughs) Literal shit flying. Mm -hmm. Please do not let Cheryl have a 3D film anyway. Good idea. What's the guy's name? Chris Evans. He got a gay brother, too. Oh, he does. Who lives in West Hollywood, I think. He's uh he's I think he's been in television himself. And he his gay brother is Linda Evans? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, I think that's his mother. Oh. So you enjoyed it? I did actually. I mean it was it's one of those things where your heart is ri- like I I just love adventure movies, action movies that way where if my pulse is racing and hot men are tearing their shirts off and you oh, never yeah. quite is know. Is there a lot of shirtless Chris Evans? Yeah, there's a fair amount, yes. And he, he got so disturbingly muscular for this film. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love disturbingly muscular. Now, where did you get to see his penis? No, there was no penis or buttocks. Okay. Not Another sure. example of 3D, We, <laughs> I love how we're just beating this topic into mm-hmm. the ground, but 3D not adding anything in actually takes away from the ingenuity of a movie. I love the Jackass movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think they're funny. They're just outlandish and crazy, and there's yeah. something oddly homoerotic about them. Okay, it's mm-hmm. the duty. Uh-huh. I mean, you have like guys peeing on one another. Right. Their penises are out. They're do it, it's and uh, they, they are very gay friendly guys. Yeah, you know Johnny Knoxville has a has a professional and personal friendship with John Waters, and uh-huh. they have Rip Taylor come in, and oh, so I, I want to go to that I, party. Me too. Me too. 
the first two films were great. I watched the first one in the theater. I watched the second Jackass film on Netflix, and I was so excited to see the third. And you know, these movies gross over $100 million domestically. I mean, they are huge, huge hits. Right. And I didn't even realize that. And then the third one, I think, grossed the most, and it was Jackass 3D. So I finally got it, the video on Netflix. Like I ordered the actual DVD. Because they don't have it streaming, shocker. And the it was definitely it was still pretty good, but it was definitely the weakest of the three. And they, I, okay. So at the end of the second Jackass movie, even if you don't watch the whole film, watch the end of the second Jackass movie because they basically use a Broadway musical structure to do all of these outlandish stunts and gags. And it it's really jaw-droppingly amazing. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, I could not believe I was watching a Jackass film. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then in the third film, I was expecting them to do something just as fantastic at the end. And... I guess maybe if I was wearing 3D glasses, it would have been okay, but it's such a crutch. I would rather, it it was just sad to see Spike Jones is the director of these films. He's the guy who did her and he's so imaginative and creative. And I just hate to see that squandered on such a gimmicky trite technology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was actually like made more aware of, how like they didn't even use the three like it's an action comic book movie mm-hmm. and yet the 3d served no purpose like literally right. all it did was create dimension for people but you were never aware of it i mean not that you necessarily should but it was almost to the point where i was aware of it because i didn't notice or i couldn't tell why i was actually forced to watch it in 3d and a lot of marvel movies aren't in 3d which is why i found it odd that they chose to make this one in 3d they probably just had the cameras lying around and had to use them i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know but i have heard Uh it's good but maybe i heard that from you on facebook um i don't think i put anything on facebook but yes it was quite good i'm glad 3d crashed again it's stupid Anyway, um, but is it but okay. is it crashing? Yes. Look at the success of movies like um, like the one that Wanda went to go see with Chris Evans. That has been the number one film two consecutive weeks. Mm-hmm. Gravity was nominated for a Best Picture yeah. award. I mean, it, it's I don't think it's crashing. Well, sadly. I guess it's not crashing in the theater, but in the in the consumer space, you know, consumer electronics are definitely. Crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, like nobody. Wouldn't it be fun it. to have somebody actually, and maybe it's because the, the, it's so expensive. They just can't afford to do it. Mm. But you like, I would love to see a, a, a filmmaker actually do something fascinating with it. You know, oh, yeah. it seems so underutilized. Isn't that what gravity was supposed to be though. Well, I mean, gravity, I, you know, I didn't I did see it in gravity 3D. in 3d. I didn't see it in 3d. You saw it in 3d, right? Reagan. Yeah. You thought it was superb- superfluous? I would say out of any movie I've seen with 3D, it made the most sense, but it still ripped me out of the movie the entire time. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. Anybody have any food? I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say, has anybody ever ate food? Does anybody have any food? I know y'all like... Uh, we had a bacon pizza at this event last night. 
Ooh, really? now that sounds yummy. I had a picture. I should send it, but I I've never won't. heard of bacon pizza. It was so before. disgusting. It wasn't just bacon. It was like piles and piles of bacon. Like if you took like three pigs and made them in a bacon and put it all on a pizza, that's how much bacon was on this nasty ass thing. That would be it a pasta for nos. Uh, no, it's not. It's a potato. <laughs> tater, tater. I um bought some lamb bacon the other day. I, have you ever had such a thing? Never heard no, of it. Was it good? It was very good. I tend not to like lamb. <laughs> it it has such a lamby flavor. There's sometimes I like it, but a lot of times I I'm not. You like it because you like to have taste. sex with them. That's why. Because I had sex with them. Yeah, you like to have sex with the lambs. Like with the a sheep. lamb. Yeah, is a lamb the same as a sheep? No, it's not. A lamb is a baby sheep. Is it? Yeah. Oh, then you don't sleep with them. <laughs> no, you just sleep with the adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was a crazy murder in... Okay. I, yeah, I'm going to tell you. He must story. be so, hot. He must be a hot murderer if Reagan's mentioning it. That's what I'll say first. No, no, no. But it is one that's right in West Hollywood. Okay. So there is a an apartment building on a street called Palm Avenue, which is really just two blocks away from the heart and soul of West Hollywood nightlife. Okay. And my friend, Mike Mount, that's his actual name. He's not a porno actor. Yeah. He is lived he a homosexual? In- he is a homosexual, and he used to live in this building, and a couple of weeks ago, there were these boyfriends, and one was, I think, 34, and the other was 32, and one was African-American, the other one was Asian. The Asian guy uh, just got his MD, and I guess there was something wrong mentally with the uh, with his boyfriend, and he ended up stabbing and mutilating mm. the boyfriend and cut off his penis and all Ooh. this other stuff. Mm. Okay. So a week later in the same apartment building, mm. there was a call to the police that some guy was stabbing his roommates. So the police show up on the scene, they go inside and we can have a broader conversation about this because there are, are cultural implications for what I'm about to say, but the police show up and they go inside the apartment building. They see they see a guy running away from that apartment with somebody else and they're both bloody. The police shoot both of these men, one in the leg and um, the other was a fatal shot. And the guy that they killed was a next door neighbor who would come over and was trying to save the roommates black. from – the other guy who was going crazy from the roommate that was going crazy and stabbing them. He was the one who was killed. And he was black? No, 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 no. Was he, was this in the news? Was he like a TV somebody or other yes. producer? Yes. He was, he, he just moved from Seattle and is, or was a production assistant on Tosh.0. Well, you know what? It happens. <gasps> No. So there, there's a big conversation being had now about why, if they shot one guy in the leg, why didn't they shoot the other guy in the leg? What, I mean, isn't there some type of strategy where you would have like half the police units with stun guns? I mean, why such excessive use of deadly force when you're not even able to appraise the situation? 
And and surprisingly, the guy's family has come out and spoken out in favor of the police force. And I mean, who knows if that will change when they get more information. But I thought we could have a discussion about excessive use of police force. Well, America loves violence a lot. It is everywhere in our culture, and it is just fucking everywhere. It's on both sides. The cops love violence. The criminals love violence. The non-criminals love violence. Everybody loves fucking violence. I don't know. Doesn't make any fucking sense. It's Mad Max. That's I, I actually was just thinking the same thing. I went to the mall earlier, and on my phone, I do that. I have that CNN app. Oh, you've so. got the CNN. That's the channel for news all day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, because I got obsessed with that damn airline flight that oh, disappeared in nowhere, so I had to follow and know because whenever they would break news, they would send a little thing to your phone. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> As I was walking into the mall, I got a little blurb uh, from the CNN <laughs> that said, um, and I don't want to laugh because it's no, a serious don't laugh, story. Father. I'll laugh. Just tell. But did you have you heard this? No, uh, no. I want to know. I'm excited. Let's see. I want to get the headline Chaos. today. Let's see. It was somewhere at like a Jewish center. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. A th- uh, shooting at a Jewish center in Kansas City killed three people. Oh. Yeah, and I just thought, God, what is it about our culture that we are so obsessed with violence that it's not? I mean, it's so it's so ubiquitous, and I I hate to say that, but it's like, oh, okay, well, a bunch you know, of people got shot. My friend Usama Al Shabi is a filmmaker. He was the one I went to his premiere last weekend. You know, a premiere. I was invited with my friend Bill, and well, Bill yawned while he was in the audience, and I put my friend, the director, put his picture yawning on the front page of his Facebook. But I digress. But the thing is, um, <laughs> so it was called American Arab, and it's about the Arab experience, you know, as as victims of discrimination since um, and as immigrants since nine uh, eleven in general. And like the thing is, like he pointed out, like all these terrorist acts that were done that were really fucking bad. Like the guy that wrote after nine eleven, the guy flew his plane into some FBI or IRS building. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He flew a fucking plane in the IRS building, and not once did any news channel call him a terrorist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, terrorism is just totally just... It only applies to, like, people we want to kill because they have oil. It's like, it's totally... Yeah, you don't, even, you don't even call... Um, Saudi Arabia... Uh, what were the people the the people that blew up uh, the Oklahoma Center? Oh, they were our like, Oklahoma City. Um, yeah, they were like Christian right anti government people, weren't they? Yeah, they were terrorists, yeah. but yet they were never called terrorists. Yeah, and as a country, we kill people like fucking crazy. So it's great. I know it's very scary. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any explanation for it. I mean, I know people. And it it doesn't seem to even obey political lines like liberals are in it, conservatives, everyone's just fucking violent, you know? But isn't that weird that, like, it seems almost ubiquitous that people, a, a bunch of people get shot, okay, and we all talk about it for about five seconds and move on with our days and nothing. Like, we just continue to get desensitized. It's so yeah. scary. Like. I think to myself, God, I could just be walking around and some yahoo's going to start stabbing people, mm-hmm. and now everybody's going to be like, "Oh, isn't that sad?" And the president will come out and say, "Oh, it's really sad." And that's four hood shooting twice, like again, repeat, same president, right? 
Yes. Jesus Christ. And a president, by the way, who is part and parcel of a party who... What? What is that? Is that me? What? What? Oh, there was an ad playing, and I was—I thought you were talking to me in voices. No, um, it's just your head. Yeah, president, by the way, who's supposed to be the head of a party that's supposed to have a, you know, I don't know, people with thoughts on the matter, and they don't seem to do anything because, well, well, you can because you can't do anything. Most people want. Most people are very pro Second Amendment. Most people want guns, and it's more important to have the guns than to protect the people that are getting killed from them. But why do people like guns? I think, well, you've shot one. I haven't. But what I've heard from people that have is that it's like a rush, like it's almost an addictive thing. But what here's what I think is so funny, like, that there's this total, like, um, um, I don't know, double standard where, like, we're against, like, Americans love guns to protect us from the tyranny, tyranny of government. Like, that's the whole idea of the Second Amendment, to protect the people from the government. They have the right to protect themselves. But at the same time, they're in right. favor of... Car- of the state having the right to kill people, you know, through capital punishment. And <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's total bullshit. The whole argument That's is a crap. very smart thought. It's just that people just want to fucking. It's violence in our culture. Nobody's stopping it. I think the video games contribute to it too. All those first-person shooters, the movies. I mean, I go to those movies and I'm just like, why is everything? Everybody just boom, boom, blood, blood, blood. I mean. 20 years ago, that would have looked different. 30 years ago, it would have been like, what the fuck is this? But we get so used to it now. It's just blood, blood, it's boom, so boom, boring, boom. I think. It is. I, we were saying one of the previews, or all of the previews were for summer movies when we went to go see Oculus. Mm-hmm. And it looked like every movie was produced by the people who brought you PlayStation 4. Yeah. I hate this type of year. It's so, how, I, I don't understand how people find that type of entertainment engaging i don't think it engages the brain at all it like totally goes to other parts i mean it's the brain but it's the parts that are all emotional and like you know the the stuff that if it's a stupid film can't you just watch transformers over and over and over if you're not watching for plot in other words yeah but it's like porn or anything like that you just want to see the explosions can't you just watch the same movie over and over Again, no, but it's, it's like you were saying earlier, it's, it's horror porn, it's violence porn, it's just like porn. Yeah, can't you just watch the same fuck scene oh, over yeah, and over again? Oh, yeah, that's true. You, yeah, you're always seeking something new with porn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just porn. It, it's all porn. And I think, too, it, it, we have this, and I feel like in this weird, okay, so now if I'm going to get all weird. And, oh, you would never get weird. We got a lot of compliments that last week you were really crazy, so go for it. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to get real weird. Uh, no, but I, I, uh, I think we're coming to a point or we're going to, we're going in a direction where you've got all these people that live, that don't live in cities. And I always feel like the people that are, you know, super supportive of gun rights are the people that are living out in the boonies and they don't, they never grew up in a, in an environment that they had to be afraid of, you know, anything crime on the street or, you know, a culture of, uh, you know, getting robbed, whatever. So I feel like they just, you know, to them, it's like they see the government trying to regulate guns as a means to take away their ability to hunt and shoot. Like, I don't really give a flip if somebody wants to hunt hunt and shoot and have a gun. It just seems to me like they should have to, you know, do something like take a test or sign a piece of paper that 
ensures that we can keep track of it. I, Something I sensible, which I know they're not going to do, but then, you know, you've it got people... Be more in, diffi- it should be more difficult to purchase and own a gun than it should be to purchase and own a car. Yeah. It's not about hunting. They lie. That's just like the whole religious No, no, no. Argument. The people that are in power lie, but I yeah. think it's the people who vote who think that when they're sitting on their couch in the suburbs, they're like... It's the people in power who know the difference. The people in the gun industry, they understand what it's really about. But I think the people out in the hinterlands, they think it's about their personal freedoms and mm-hmm. they've been able to leverage that. Yet you've got all the people in cities who are like, um, hi, yes, we just want to be safe and secure. We'd like to get guns off the street. This is a very this is a very interesting way of looking at the situation that I've never thought of before that if you look and I think it transcends the conservative liberal uh mindset mm-hmm. that in the country where you probably in more rural areas where you probably have more support for or less support for gun control or gun re- regulations of any kind you're probably less likely to deal with an element of society that would use guns against you intentionally. Not to say these people don't accidentally shoot themselves all the time, Mm -hmm. but in urban areas where there is more pronounced gun violence and people using guns as an instrument to perpetrate crimes – Mm-hmm. We we deal with the implications of it. So it's very easy for people in rural areas where you don't have any neighbors or, you know, your closest neighbor may be a 10-minute drive away to say, we want our guns, we want our guns, because you don't really have to deal with the horrific implications of gun violence the way that people say in Chicago or Los Angeles or New York City have except, to. Except when they go into some country, you know, some school and shoot 20 people. That's well, true, yeah, but, it's for not- that, but, 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 but that story, that narrative is always mm-hmm. told, we can't believe it happened here because meaning that they're not used to that type of violence whatsoever. They think it's an anomaly, but if you move to a bigger city, you know it's not an anomaly. Mm-hmm. I, um, the argument that I get that bothers me, they'll, people say, well, you live in Chicago – you know, guns are illegal or something, and you have more murders than anywhere. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe, but we have also, you know, people that can go to Indiana and get a gun or anywhere. Right. Well, and it's not just you pass a law. This is the other thing I hate when people pass a law and they think their problem has been solved. It's not just a matter of right. if you pass a law saying it's illegal to have a gun, have big whoopee do. Of course, there's going to be people who continue to. I mean, that's why people do drugs. Have you ever noticed that? There are laws against drugs. People do them anyway. Yeah. So that's just but but cities are really handicapped. And their hands are tied behind their back in terms of enforcement and actually – well, even actually getting a law that they could then try to enforce because, again, the way that our representative democracy is set up, the people out in the boonies have just as much rights as, you know, the people in the cities, even though those of us in the cities, frankly, have a different reality. Um, I'm so hungry. I'm hungry. (laughs) I don't know. That just made me hungry all that talking about hunting. (laughs) <laughs> I'm hungry, Precious. I'm going to go to the churches. Chapel. Precious, I'm hungry. <laughs> Is that what she says? I'm hungry. Yeah, let me have another dream about chicken. 
Oh, no, that's an American Horror Story chicken eating. Chicken oh, I farm. went to um, the, the butcher <laughs> yesterday and got a whole smoked chicken. Like with a head? No. Smoked. <laughs> like Cheryl. <laughs> yes. Smoky. It was a very tan chicken. <laughs> Did it have a prolapse? Did its walls fall out? Well, its um, walls are going to fall out of my, into my mouth. Mikey Pod must hate you because he is so vegan and you're always posting these pictures. Bacon, yummy. You know, I mean, <laughs> yummy bacon. Yummy. I enjoy that. Love my large loaf of bacon. <laughs> oh, I'm getting my Vitamix Friday. It's been ordered. Oh, Speaking good. Okay, now, can you explain to me in a way that makes sense what the hell difference there is in a Vitamix versus, like, a blender? Nope. <laughs> Oh, it works. Well, it's better. more, isn't it? It's just more high power. It's right? not just it has more of a motor. It's not just a matter of horsepower. The thing oh, is, sorry. No. What else is it? Well, the thing is, it's the shape of the blades and the bowl. Because what I learned in researching these blenders is there's others that like try to be like Vitamix, but it's like it has to do with the shape of the bowl and also the way the blades work. The bowl. And it's just like this standard of blender that just works really, really, really well. And for some reason, whatever they do, and plus it's also made in America and it's kind of like using old you know, manufacturing techniques where they actually like pay attention to things and do quality control. And it looks really old and big and huge. It's just very kind of, I don't know. It's just, I want one. <laughs> but why do you want one? Because like, where did you get all horny okay. about it? Because well, somebody right, else had Rachel, one? Yeah, no, actually it was on a podcast. I was talking to Rachel can, and I was telling her, this is right after I got diagnosed with the high cholesterol. And I said, Rachel, they want me to eat. Nothing tastes good. I can't eat ice cream anymore. She says, Madge, because that's my name. She said, Madge, here's what you do. I can tell you how to make the best ice cream, and it's so healthy. You take two bananas, you peel them, ripe bananas, you freeze them whole. No Freudian implications there. You take these frozen bananas, and you stick them in the blender, in the Vitamix, and you turn it on, and it turns into this delicious creamy ice cream. So I tried it in my Osterizer, and it, guess what? It was just a fat bunch of like banana crumbs. And I and uh, I did a lot of studying, and I found out no, you really need a Vitamix to make this thing right. So that's why I want a good huh. frozen banana. And plus well, the smoothies and stuff. They just like I make smoothies like every day, and I just like hate the way they when there's like this when it's not ground or blended properly, it kind of leaves this kind of like. Blech test taste, especially if you use vegetables in it, because it's like it's gritty. And with the, mm. if you ever had a Starbucks smoothie or anywhere or Jamba Juice, it tastes good because it's like blended well. They use the Vitamix. Must oh. I go on with this rationalization? But my audience bought it for me for my uh, birthday because I begged the shit out of them. Well, that was very nice. nice of them. Yeah, my audience bought it. That for is me. nice. How much is it again? Well, I got it. It's this one. I got the three hundred model, and it's normally five fifty. I got it for three hundred plus tax because I have a friend who gets a very special discount from somewhere. A three hundred dollar blender. Listen, that's on sale, and it's the <laughs> cheapest model. It's like eight hundred normally with the big model. You have. I hope your cholesterol in. goes away. Oh, it won't. I'll just. I'm just going to throw chicken nuggets in there and blend them. Ooh. And bacon. Have you heard of affluenza? Yes. 
That's that kid yeah. that ki- that killed the kid that killed somebody, and he got off for affluenza. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Interesting I don't have topic. It. Yeah, is it? Is it? I mean, I mean, it's basically. Why is it interesting? I mean, I think it's just bullshit. What do you mean? You think it's bullshit? I mean, it just means basically rich people can get away with shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. I mean, it's true. I just think it's bullshit. It's, it's not particularly fair, but it's also the way capitalism works. So, what do you expect, right? Right. O.J. Simpson. Who else has affluenza? O.J. Simpson. Lots of people have affluenza. Did you want to get? In, I want to get infected with affluenza. What about that clitorious guy? He's been in the news a lot. The murderer. Uh, it's so weird to me. I don't. I don't know enough about the story, but it seems like, like did he do it? I mean, not did he do it, but did he do it on purpose, or did he do it like because he was weak, like crazy? Well, I, I think know. that's what they're trying to figure out now. He's hot, right? He is hot. Well, he is hot, and he has no he legs, right? That's even right. Hard. That's the he, new he's, I think a double double legless, Ugh. and he's still really hot. Double legless. You're double. For how whatever, can you be? What, how can you be double legless? You're either le- well. I guess you could be. If you're legless, doesn't that automatically mean? Oh yeah, you're mean- just legless. Yeah, he's yeah. just legless. Now, here's another topic to discuss. <laughs> I'm glad we And maybe that this up. is just me. The idea of having sex with um, a double leg amputee is not is not weird to me. Like that wouldn't be weird to me. But like a double arm amputee, totally, I don't think I could go there. Totally agree. Because what happens is. It's baby hand. Mm-hmm. Baby hand is what? creepy. And it's mostly oh, yeah, because of is. that girl. Yeah, but you don't think Stumpy would be creepy? No, not at all. It's hot. But it's also because baby hands tend Stumpy to look... Stumpy is hot? Yeah, because baby hand tends to look weird. Like, it's usually because of a birth defect. Like, ooh, baby hand, like that Kristen Wiig and her character with the baby hand. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just creepy. But with the, with the legs, it's like, oh, here's some hot guy which was in a porn, and he was in Iraq, and he got his legs blown off. And poor thing, he still has... Oh, yeah, that, you know who I'm talking about? That one guy? Yes. What's his name? Oh. Former Marine... He was uh, on The View. He was chiseled so Afri- gorgeous. A- Alex Minsky. He yes. is so hot. He was on The View, and their pussies were flooding. You could just, I mean... You could hear the electricity going out from them. I want that. Mm-hmm. You have... I him. want... Oh. I would like... And he has great tattoos. He is so amazingly hot. But he has one leg still. Yeah. So he's not that hot. But even if he, even if he were double, I don't yeah. think that would I, I don't think it would bother me. Yeah, it's just hot because it's like he you know, oh you got your legs blown over in the war. Oh, oh this but, is the weirdest so conversation. No, it's like a fantasy. It's like, okay, so he's you know, it's kinda like, oh, this hot guy I can have him because nobody wants him because he's got no legs, but I'll still No, have that's you. not what I think. I, oh. I I don't know. <laughs> I think that maybe it has something to do with you need arms in order to work out your upper body and right. I the upper upper body is very hot to me, like a chiseled upper body is okay. Just... But the the people you know that have arms that are missing or hands that don't don't they have baby hand or the? Well, I've only known one that yeah. comes to mind. There was a guy when I was on the speech and debate team, mm-hmm. and I 
I can't remember what his name was, but he had, he was missing one of his hands. Mm-hmm. And we had, during the award ceremony, it's customary to have the newest members of the team hand out trophies. So you hand <laughs> the trophy with one hand. <laughs> you hand the trophy. I'm, I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing because it's an awkward situation. So you hand the trophy with one hand. And then with the other hand, let's say that you're handing the trophy with the right hand or with your left hand. Then with the right hand, you shake the person's hand who's receiving the trophy so we didn't even think oh no that would be kind of it might be awkward for somebody to be like okay now now, because people and i realize it it, it's it's stupid to be afraid of that or to be grossed out by it or whatever hilarious because there's you just don't know what to do it's just such an it's such an awkward situation situation, and there's really no reason for it to be other than people are kind of frightened with what they're not familiar with and and then we we played this game and i've seen andy cohen on his talk show watch what happens live play it recently where you go back and forth with a group of people and um it's called the question game where you try you ask a bunch of questions as fast as you can and you can't miss a beat and if you miss a beat you you lose the game so the idea is that you try to trip the person up with the question that you ask them. And we were playing that on the way to a tournament and he turned to one of the other women on the team named Sarah. And he said, Hey Sarah, can I fuck you with this? And he put out his, his stumped hand. Oh God. And it was because it was one of those things that nobody really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, and and one of those things where people acted like they didn't even realize it. Like, what are you talking about? What is oh, saying? I barely even noticed that. But everybody, of course, is thinking. It's like when somebody has a great big gigantic mole. All yeah. you can do is look at the big mole, right? Or a skin tag. Mole, mole, mole. So what did mole. what did she do? Yeah, stick it in. Well, we all just could not mm. stop laughing. We thought it was the funniest thing ever. I, I don't know. I've wondered if any of your you know little meetings with fellowships have ever happened but i remember playing ring around the rosy which with a bunch of grown-ups man at an end of a, a conference and, you know you hold each other's hands and sing songs ring around the rosy you know right. what I mean. so i got this guy next to me with the baby hand and it's like you just don't know it's just so awkward the first time because you don't know like where to put your hand so yeah. like at first i put it on Did the he actual, have one baby hand or two one but i was next i had to hold the baby hand so I was like, I didn't know what to do. So I, like, I felt like the hand part, and it like just felt like <laughs> you just grab it. It's not like going to eat you. No, but it felt weird. It felt like um, like you're not going to break it. No, but there was like cartilage. It was like a little. It was like a little dolly, but it was just weird. And I just it felt so weird. And it was kind of clammy. So then I just put my hand up a little further. And I think I've talked about this before. But I used to have a drug dealer in college, and his name was. Johnny No Arms, and I called him Hip Daddy No what? Arms. He had no hands, and he lived in this nasty as fuck, like you know, s- Section Eight home, and it smelled so bad. And he like never changed his red shorts he always wore and he, with no shirt. And we'd have Holy to sit there. Couldn't. 
Right. We'd have to sit there and smoke a joint with him because he's like really lonely. And every time we went to get drugs, we'd have to sit there with hip daddy, no arms. And he would like roll joints with his nubs in like a rolling machine. And then he would like stick his nub in his red shorts and like scratch his balls. <sighs> and then he would just like continue with the joint. It was the nastiest thing. And then we were at, went out to, for drinks once at the Bluebird with my friend Julie Young. And she's like, She's like, Madge, Madge, your friend, he nubbed me. He nubbed me. He <laughs> nubbed me. He felt me up with his nub. I'm like, Sorry. There was a gay guy in Houston. I used to go to this bar called Charlie's. I think it, or not Charlie's. Mm-hmm. Uh, oil cans. No, 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 no. What was it? The, what was it right next to heaven, Wanda? Hell? Um, I don't remember, but I think... Charlie sounds vaguely JR's, familiar. JR's. JR's is what okay. it was. And he had two baby hands and he would walk around <laughs> because it's Texas. At a Texas gay bar, you get, uh, how can I put it? Um, you know, like one of those old timey glasses with the, the handle that you would serve like root beer or root beer float in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how they serve their margaritas, and everybody drinks margaritas in Texas. Or that's also how they serve their beers, their yeah. draft beer. Mm-hmm. And so he would walk around with one of those in his nub, in his baby hand. How? Well, no, he he actually he. When I say baby hand, I don't mean that he just had stumps. I mean. That he had, <laughs> I don't know, and please don't send me hate mail. I don't know what any of the politically correct terminology is. So I'm not well, trying to just assume it's baby hand, because obviously that makes sense. Well, no, sense. there's a disease that makes it to where you don't have, you're an adult person, but you don't have arms. Yeah. You just have little, like, baby hands attached <laughs> to your shoulder. It's called handicus. Babicus, I believe is a medical no, term. That's <laughs> Medicus Upagus. Y'all know, what? what is it called? I don't know. Why? This is just bizarre that we have spent 15 minutes talking about having sex with amputees. I just keep thinking, how am I going to code this into the show notes? You know, like, well, actually, if you did a series of amputee porn movies, you could call them amputees. I did do a one about amputees. I did post Oh, them. amputees, like you're teasing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even like t-shirts. T-shirts. Like lesbians buying T-shirts without limbs? Never mind. What? No. Yeah, it didn't work. Well, no, because amputees, like some sort of an... No. What about Jenny McCarthy? She's supposedly sort of kind of taking back her anti-vaxxerism now, but it's... Oh, is that... Is the I saw the, uh, like, the headline, but did you read the story? Because I didn't... I well, to I did, but was I was true. like in bed. It's, it's a crock of shit. It's like, she's taking it back, but she's, basic, she's really just playing with her words, saying, well, I never actually said don't vaccinate. What? You know? Oh, come but on. But she implied the fuck out of, you know, she, and she's still like implying these things. And, oh, I don't know. Never mind. I can't find the article, so fuck me hard. Not good. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. But anybody who was stupid enough to think that Jenny McCarthy has any valid opinion about anything medical. Okay, but this was the funniest fucking um, quote, and I don't know if I've posted it. I might have rescinded it because I felt so naughty. Yeah, because the source was bad. But she basically said, the article said, like, why would, she said she was complaining about vaccines being toxic. And the article said, like, anybody who would take that kind of advice about toxins from somebody who regularly injects botulism into her face is fucking retarded. 
<laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's very. And then the other thing that she had that she said a while ago is basically, you know, if I have to choose between autism and the measles, by golly, I'll take the measles. And the guy who read the article is like, you don't have a choice, dumbass. It's not like, oh, measles or autism. Right. Fucking stupid. Yeah, she's not smart. (sighs) And how old is she? She like has this perpetually like weird face. It's like it's not real. Like it's so like. Well, I think a, she's a beautiful woman, and I think yeah. her heart is in the right place. But mm. it, what she did was so dangerous, and she just seemed not to care what any medical professional was saying. Yeah. Oh, great. I just found out there was a shooting at the 99-cent store. Where? On By Western Avenue. Near me? Chicago? No, in in Los Angeles, it is. What is going on in my area? It's just what, getting so violent. What were they? What was it? Was it a fight over a particular item, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Teddy grams. Teddy grams. Teddy grams. <laughs> I would shoot somebody for some Teddy grams right now. They are. My mom loves a Teddy gram. What but is she a likes the kind that you get at Whole Foods. I don't understand. What's the point? What is a Teddy gram, please? <gasps> what? Explain, Wanda. It's basically just a little cookie, like a little graham cracker cookie in the shape of a little teddy bear. And they got all different kind of flavors. Kind of like a goldfish, you know, like small like that. Graham crackers are boring. No, oh, but they're, are teddy grams are good. They're sure? good. They got Sorry? chocolate on them. They have well, bold. you can get, I think they have like cocoa flavored, but or chocolate flavored, but they're not like cocoa dorm. Mmm. The dorm. The dorm. Every my whole Facebook page, it's like I swear something's went. They must have changed something because it just keeps showing the same pictures over and over again now. And it's always like pictures of women with talents, pictures of Nick Starr, and another old woman that looks like Cheryl. And it's like over and over the same fucking post. And then it'll intersperse some new ones, but it's mainly nice talents, nice talents. Prolapse, nice talents. Talons? What does that mean? Like, like fingernails? Big fingernails, yeah. Oh. Like what an eagle has and Sylvia Brown had on her fingers. Why is that in your feed? Because it's kind of a, like, I guess it's a catchphrase because of Sylvia. She had big talent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What about this lady on Fox News? Now, I verified this. Era, they, she was doing, they were doing a story about, um, um, education and how you know there's the core you know there's all this shit about the core standards and all this and this woman's like an activist and her name is erica rick mcbride she spells her name erica a-i-r-w-r-e-c-k-a hold on hold on i have to because i have to visualize that it's a do it again erica mcbride a-r-a-i-r-w-r-e-c-k-a mcbride oh that is and I saw it, and I thought it was like a fake meme thing. Erica? Yes, like Eric, like plain Greek. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. And I, because I was like, no way is this real. I thought it was a fake. And I sconed, you know, and I did the scones group or whatever that thing is fucking called. And I even watched the original video, and it is real. I'll show you the picture of the still. But, like, they interviewed her in everything. Like, she's a real person. She's talking about how the quality of education sucks. And her name is Erica. Isn't that <laughs> awful? Like, how does that happen? Did you see that? I, I Skyped the picture. Look at her. She's got a little bow in her hair. That is not for real. It is for real, Wanda. I, re- I watched the video. Erica? Erica. Yeah, it's pronounced Erica, but yes, that is how it is spelled. 
Why would you name your child Air Rekka? Well, the only other thing I could think of is unless the person who does graphics at Fox was being, you know, a douche. Racist? A little. You know, because that has happened. But that's fucking funny as hell. I mean, who would think to spell Erica that way? I would never. So the question is, is your name racist or is the Fox producer racist? Um, well, I don't know. Is could Would the name necessarily be racist, even if her parents thought of it? Maybe it's just me. Uh, well, no, I think it's just but, my interpretation. I guess more of, of what I'm saying is the fascination with that it's now like a meme that people care that much about it. Because it's racist, yes. There, yeah. there is that. Even though I don't see it that way. You know, I'm just studying it. But um, <laughs> sociology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, it's just—it's got to be the funniest misspelling I've ever seen, Eric. Or I would go. <laughs> I just mis- don't. I'm <laughs> just blown away that that is a human being's name, <laughs> Eric, especially with all these like flight. I, I know especially flight three seventy. Yeah. They should have had her on CNN. <laughs> They should hire I mean, her. She's, she's about as much an expert as the people they had on there. She should be the be special, expert. like, Flight 370 correspondent. Never, you know, this is Erica McBride. Still three more Chinese. Ping. Back I would to you. die. Back to you. We should be writing Saturday Night Live skits. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. Where are the writers? Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, and why is it that I mean I love Stephen Colbert, but why the fuck do we need another male host? Why isn't there as fucking funny female they can hire? The half this country is women, and we can't have one choice that's a female in late night TV. Why? Who would it be? Jerry Who do you Blank. Propose? Jerry. Who? Jerry Blank. Yes. That would be good. Yes. Well, you know that everybody. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people were talking about Chelsea Handler. Oh, I don't think that would work. I don't really I, want I don't her. I wouldn't want it, but that was the only female name that I heard of. I feel like it's sad it's a sad statement about the state of chauvinism in this country that it's like that. I think it's pathetic. There's so many funny women that are out there, like Tina Fey. I mean, all these. But I wouldn't want to see Tina Fey take that job. That's an example. She's she's too good for late night TV. Um, I'm just giving an example of somebody who's funny and a woman. There's just zillions of funny. No, no. I think I prefer. For instance, all of my favorite stand up comics are women, Mm -hmm. but I guess because there are so. I have kind of a warped way of thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at late night TV as being ugh, and well, that's yeah. yeah. So, so the, 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 okay. Yeah. So the women that I love and I think are hilarious, I would not want to see wasted on the Tonight <clears throat> Show. Although I agree with the criticism. No, I understand what you're saying. I don't watch it either. I think it's crap, but it just bothers me that it's like three suits and a dong. You know, it's just so They're not even like, they're always dressed the same. It's just, to me, it just reminds me of that. It's like this lingering sexism in America that's left over from like the 50s and it's still, it's like a vestige, you know, like a vestige yeah, of origin. Well, in late night in general, I mean, even just like nobody watches TV that way anymore. Like you used to need to have a late night show or, or a, a, a tonight show because, mm-hmm. you know, we were all out and about living our lives. And then we all came home and sat in front of the TV to find out what happened during the day. Well, that doesn't, that's not necessary. Right. 
necessary anymore. Now something happens. So we don't. So it's like I wish they would have just let it die. Yes, yeah, like I mean, now, you don't like need to have one. There's, there's no news anymore. Else. Like everywhere. Like I'll be like, my phone will beep. Oh, three more Chinese pings found, and I'll be like, oh, did you hear? Yes, I heard. Everybody's already heard everything. Like there's no news, <laughs> and nothing has come of those pings, right? No, none of those Chinese pings <laughs> have found us anything. You want pork fried rice? Oh, what? terrible. Oh. Should we start wrapping up? Yes, let me play the yes. Just in time for that. Oops. I have to do some editing this time. I think that prune comment earlier might have to go. Mm-hmm. I would, I would agree. Yeah. But fortunately, our, our stream stopped working. So. <laughs> Fortunate for our audience. Yeah, well, for us. For me. <laughs> Oops. Never mind. For those of you who don't understand. Anyway, see you. Any last comments from the penis gallery? No. Jared Lee? Chicken. You're going to be gone for two weeks, right? I'm going to be gone next week. Okay. Well, we'll see y'all in two weeks. This is Matt Weinstein for Switch the sound. And Oh, wait. Oh, oh, you mean... Ma'am, can you hang up the phone, please? Bye, everyone. Bye, y'all. Bye, thanks. See you. Bye.